All month long, we are comparing and contrasting ideas that we use inside the No BS Agency model and how it differs from what's out there in the world and how most people are doing it. And today, I want to talk about the difference between being a service provider and being an expert. You're listening to the No BS Agency podcast. We talk strategies that can take your one to two person branding agency from $5,000 to $30,000 per month without hiring employees or working your ass off. All you have to do is cut the BS. I am Pia Silva. Everybody wants to be seen as an expert, but you're only going to be seen as an expert if you have expertise and you position yourself as an expert. Think back to your worst client experience ever. How much money would it take for you to be willing to work with them again? We all have a nightmare client story or four, don't we? Maybe it's the client who sends 50 emails a day and then takes forever to get back to you. Or the client that expects more work than initially discussed and then balks when you charge them for it. Or the client that shares feedback and changes because their husband or their wife or their brother or their neighbor or their nephew gave some comment long after you made a decision together and moved forward. It's the client that can't communicate what they want from you and then ultimately shrugs and admits that they're just waiting for that feeling that it's right. Also known as the I'll know it when I see it syndrome. I have been in all of those scenarios many, many times. But once I started showing up as an expert, things changed because that's when I realized that these clients weren't nightmare clients at all. It was actually me the whole time. It turns out that despite my best efforts and intentions, I wasn't communicating clearly. I wasn't setting and managing expectations. And I wasn't managing the process like the leader that every project needs to succeed. In other words, I was acting like a service provider instead of acting like an expert. And that was the reason that my clients were driving me nuts. What I learned later is that the transition to expert is the key to eliminating the nightmare clients from your life forever. Let me give you an example. I had this client once, her name was Joy, and she started in her business as a service provider, as so many of us do. Hire me for $40 an hour to write your blog posts, she said. A client hired her and she quoted three hours for the article. Now, she delivered that article and the client liked that first draft, but they requested some changes. Joy thought that the article was great. She disagreed with some of those changes, but she wanted to make the client happy. Then the client showed the article to his wife and she had more edits to suggest. These edits, in Joy's opinion, made the article more vague, which she didn't think was very effective. But of course, the client insisted that his wife is a very smart woman and he wanted those changes. Joy struggled to implement the changes as they went against what she believed was good writing. Then, after a few more rounds of revisions, Joy realized she had gone two hours over her quote. And this is just for the writing. This isn't even including the back and forth phone calls, the back and forth emails. Now, she was more than five hours into this project, and she had to bill the client $200 instead of the $120 that she had originally quoted. But from the client's perspective... He didn't understand why. The article needed editing. Why would that mean that he would have to pay her more? 
Of course, Joy didn't understand either. You're the client who wanted more work from me. Why shouldn't you pay me more? Stressed out and worried about angering this client, Joy suggested splitting it down the middle, and she charged him $160. He begrudgingly paid it, but still asked for one more final edit before he sent the money. And that is just one small, all-too-common example of what it looks like when a service provider is working with a client. Of course, Joy got the job done, but who was really in control of that scenario? What value did she bring to the table? The client hired her as an order taker, not as an expert. And I know that that's not how you want to be seen in your business. So let's break down the difference. Service providers are hired to do what the client says, while experts are hired to lead the client. Service providers charge hourly, while experts charge based on value. Service providers have a cap on their income, but experts can continually raise their prices, usually without question. Service providers are in a position to try to please their client, while experts are respected for their opinion, even if it's the hard truth and something that the client doesn't want to hear. Service providers operate like the client is always right, while experts are hired to give guidance. Service providers are treated like outsourced employees, and experts are brought in as hired guns. Now that I've broken that down, why would anyone want to be a service provider? Well, I don't think it's a matter of desire, but rather not knowing the difference and how to make that transition. If you're a service provider right now, don't feel bad. We all start as service providers because that's really the default model that everyone falls into when they don't have a plan. We fall into this trap because we have a desire to please our clients and we want to be liked by them. And most people are scared that if they don't act like a service provider who is just trying to make their client happy, they will scare away sales and their clients will be angry at them. But truthfully, most people I meet don't have the confidence to lead their clients. It actually feels easier to let the client lead you and to do whatever they ask to make them happy because they're telling you what you need to do in order to make the project successful. However, from that story, we can see that just because you're trying to make your client happy doesn't mean the project will be successful, and in fact, it often won't be. Without a framework for acting like an expert, everyone kind of naturally falls into that default model of service provider. And when you act like a service provider, prospects can't actually see the value you bring. And you end up attracting the very clients that are going to drive you nuts and scaring away the kinds of clients who actually want to hire an expert and are willing to pay for that value. And that's where we all want to ultimately go because when you're a service provider, you'll always have to work more to make more. And that's not why you went into business in the first place, is it? Now let's get one thing straight. You can't fake being an expert when you're just starting out. But what you can do is structure your business to be more than just an order taker and then work your way up to expert status with experience. This means knowing what a good client looks like and then putting them through a vetting process before they sign on to work with you. It means recognizing your value and what you want your clients to walk away with. It's being able to set the right expectations up front, prove your value through your work, and remind the client that you have their best intentions at heart when making decisions for them. To get to that expert level, focus on building your credibility and expertise first. In fact, you will gain traction faster by being already set up as an expert because you will be focused in your efforts and learning. Because something magical is going to happen when you go from service provider to expert. 
I know it's not easy to stand up for your client's best interests, especially when you're new in business or you don't have a ton of confidence. Or if you're just naturally a people pleaser and you don't like the idea of contradicting something that your client is saying. When you stop being a service provider and start acting like an expert, an amazing thing happens. You get to spend your time doing what you love and do best instead of wasting all your time with scope creep and chasing invoices and all those urgent client requests. And when you stop wasting time on all of that BS, you get your time freedom back, as well as the freedom to name your price, as long as it's supported by the value that you deliver. Your reputation will soar because of this, and that can help you attract even more clients that you really want to work with. You're doing things your way rather than bending to every whim and wish of the client, which means you don't have to reinvent the wheel every single time. That means that you are more and more efficient, which makes you more and more profitable, and you'll be running a business that you enjoy so much more. Becoming an expert is so much more than just your experience. Becoming an expert relies on you building your expertise in what you do, in your skills, and also in your business and being a business owner, in how you deliver your process and how you run your systems, in all of your communication and how you show up and how you lead your client in the way that you speak to them. These are all skills that you can learn, and they're exactly what I teach inside the No BS Agency Mastery Program. The No BS Agency model is about transforming you from service provider to expert, helping you build those skills, build that confidence, and build a business that supports it. It isn't enough to just become really good at what you do. If you don't have the structure around you and you don't have the process to follow, it doesn't matter how good you are. You're always going to be delivering as a service provider because you're always going to be in that mindset of just trying to make the client happy. And when you just try to make the client happy without showing up as that leader, it will inevitably go off the rails. And maybe some projects will go okay, but there's a reason that almost all small agency owners that I speak to struggle to keep projects on track. Few to no people that I speak to tell me that they know when a project is going to end. When I ask how often projects go off the rails or take longer, everybody rolls their eyes. They think of that client that took five times as long because things went wrong. Those are all symptoms of a deeper problem, that you are not delivering and showing up as an expert, but you are actually showing up as a service provider. If you want to step into that powerful expert position and be that confident leader for your clients, go to nobsagencies.com backslash program. Check out the video on that page that outlines exactly what this model looks like and what it could look like in your business. Then click the link below and book your game plan to map out a plan to your 30K months business. 30K months don't just happen. They happen to people who are showing up as the owner and confident leader of their business. And that's what the NoBS Agency model is here to help you accomplish. That's all I've got for you today. I will talk to you next week. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'll be back next week with more no BS tips for your agency so you can find more profit, ease, and freedom. The No BS Agency podcast is produced by Yellow House Media. Coordinator is Lou Blazer. This episode is edited by Marty Seafelt. Creative direction by Sean and Tara McMullen. Our theme music is Knock 'em Down by The Shrugs. 